This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys here, proud sponsor of the Universal After Dark podcast. How would you like to be among some of the first guests to stay at Universal's new property, the Aventura Hotel? Aventura opens this August and is another great option to consider when staying at Universal. You can get early entry benefits, transportation to and from all the parks, and have views of any of the three parks. At the end of a long day, have a drink in style on the new rooftop bar. Book a four-night stay with me to get 20% off your stay with rates as low as $116 per night along with a $50 food and drink credit. You must book by June 15th and travel dates are August 16th through December 20th. Mention this ad to stack your savings and get $25 off your deposit. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com or any social media at WPMagicJourneys. Welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host, as usual, Amanda, slash Boston White, and I'm joined today by two of my absolute favourite people in the whole entire world. I have Nick. Hello. You sounded very Chris Ripley like then. <laughs> well, the thing is, people haven't seen us in the same place together. So, <laughs> what's to say? Exactly. Could be like you know, Chris Ripley could be my my author's name. That is true. That is, that is true. I mean, we've only Juicy. just started seeing pictures of Chris Ripley online, and it's only me that's met him. That's true. So, you know, and you haven't met me the... yet. So, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? What a conspiracy. Oh, and I've met Nick, but not Chris. <gasps> so, oh, the plot wow. thickens. <laughs> and you've already heard him, but I'm here with Luke too. Oh, yep, that's me. Surprise. Hi, we've <laughs> missed you. Oh, I've missed you guys too. It's been such a long time since we've had you on the podcast. I, it has been. I'll be honest and say that I, I don't actually miss Luke, but that was because we only recorded a podcast a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Which, yeah. which the public haven't heard yet. It's out on Patreon, and it will be coming out not next Disaster Dark, but Disaster Dark afterwards. Um, so, if you don't know much about Luke, you will certainly know more about Luke when the episode goes out. Well, I'm excited. Ooh. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'll hate you after. Nah. I'll be like, yeah, Luke that I know. Well, there are <laughs> there are a few controversial opinions. But again, you'll have to listen to those to find those out. Juicy, juicy. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, well, we've got quite a bit to get through on this episode. So 
you know, we'll try and keep it short and sweet. But before we get into anything, we need to start how we always start, with what we're drinking. And I'm not going to lie, because we've been just chatting for so long. I pretty much drank my drink already. I have been so desperate to open my drink. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, wait for the official call. So, in a way, it's quite good because it's it's warmed up a little bit because it was very, very cold. But I've still got the last few of my World Cup. <laughs> World Cup! Uh, Budweiser's <laughs> with the stupid screw tops. So, I'm trying to... Hang on. There you go. So, yes, I'm now finally able to have a drink. So, thank you very much. Yay, dilly dilly. Luke, what are you drinking? I am drinking some water, but well, I put some Mio in it. So some sweet tea sweetener. Ooh. What, what is this? <laughs> like Mio, it's like those stuff you spray into like water, and they got a whole bunch of different oh. flavors. But yeah, I I've just got sweet tea. Of that. They're really good, actually. We've never tried them, but I got the sweet tea one, blue raspberry, and lemonade. Mm-hmm. Blue okay. raspberry is the best. I need to try one of these because that sounds very interesting. <laughs> it sounds a little bit like you know those little bottles of squash you get. That's what I'm. That's what I had in my head. That I thought it was until he said spray, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, Not spray! It's like it like squirts." Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that's different. <laughs> but we don't. I mean, yeah, sorry. We do not get such like kick-ass flavors as blue raspberry. But ours are very what? conservative. No, like we get like orange, apple. Lemon and lime. Mm. Boring. And then just exactly. blue. Exactly. Yeah, we're not allowed the colours because it makes us all crazy, so. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, I did see, like, a, a pineapple and coconut one one time, and I was like, oh, it's Ooh, like a pina colada. Yeah. <laughs> it was fancy. But I, I only it, saw it one time, and I never saw it again. I've started really <laughs> craving pineapple. I love pineapple. Yep. A fresh pineapple. Slice that up. Well, I mean, I don't slice it myself because I don't know how to slice a pineapple, so I buy it pre-sliced. Oh, Amanda! Oh, oh. I do. I, <laughs> I did buy some the other day that was like pre-prepared like that, just because I was out and about. You, you don't really want to start cutting pineapples up when you're like traveling on the tube train, but yeah, pineapple <laughs> like preparing a pineapple is actually pretty easy. If I can do it, it can't be that I, hard. Yeah. It looks very difficult. Like, one time I bought a juicer, (laughs) and I was like, I'm going to juice everything. And so I could just throw, like, a whole apple in there, and it was fine. A whole carrot in there, and it would be fine. But then the pineapple, I was like, well, how am I going to do this? And I must have spent about 45 minutes trying to, like, cut all the outsides off of it. Oh, you don't need to. Yeah, you got to go one, two, three, four. Yeah, when you put it in the juicer, yeah, you can put the... Because it just, it just, um, it it, it separates. Hmm... (laughs) That's what it told me to do, and that's what I did. Like, I do with everything the else, but, like... told you to do that? Like, I wouldn't it, do it with a pineapple. It talked to me. It said, <laughs> Nick, put me in hole. It's okay. Nothing will go wrong. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Mr. Juicer, like, if you say so. Who am I to argue with a juicer? You know. If it tells me to put my hand in there, then I'll know it's causing trouble. Yeah, I'll plug that. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's the AI technology right there. Absolutely. I mean, this is a whole different podcast in True. itself. Though, yeah. <laughs> but I'm drinking the very last little bit of my Bud Light because I've drank almost all of it because me and Nick talk so much. Like, we talk so much on a podcast, so imagine how much we talk in real life when there's two of us together. It's, it is true. It is true. Look, there, look, there was some drama. 
we had to discuss the drama. There is no drama. That's yeah. it. That's it. Sometimes you just have to you have to do this kind of stuff. Um, but since we last all congregated together, there's been some exciting announcements. There has been some very exciting announcements. Well, very exciting for me because I didn't honestly believe that this was true. So if you listened to the last episode, you'll know that we did a little piece on a speculation map. And on part of the speculation map, I was like, Chris Ripley, there's two things here that I'm not really believing. And so the first one is Revenge of Chucky. I, f- I kind of felt like I-, I want Chucky to be there. Don't get me wrong. I really love Chucky. But I kind of felt like Chucky is something that is just rumoured every single year. And normally gets into trouble. Well, yeah, that's it. Like, you know, they had all the trouble in Hollywood about about his little show. But I thought, like, the last time we saw him was he had a little part in All Night Dying, Scare Zone, and he was on the colour cast with Tiffany. And... I just kind of felt like it's rumoured every single year. I'm not listening to that rumour this year. I'm not falling for it again. It's the same kind of thing as when people say, oh, well, you know, I heard that Walking Dead's coming back this year and then everyone panics. <laughs> and then it turns out that it's actually not. I was like, well, I'm, you know, I personally don't think Chucky's going to be here this year, but whatever. So but what, it's real. What year, is, was, it is. what year was Chucky last there? So that was 2015. Okay, because I think he, I'm sure I saw Chucky in 2010. Oh, yeah. In the, uh, I know what scare, it was in the Hollywood Scare Zone. Yeah. Videos, uh-huh. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. But we've never seen him have his own big thing mm. in Orlando. So this Scare Zone apparently is going to be, so it's going to be in, Hollywood's first off. Oh, so Which again, I was like, what? what? So that's where, so where they had the purge last year? No, that's New York. No. So oh, sorry. Hollywood is or... where Festival of the Boobliest was. Yeah. Thank you for using the correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I keep it real. But that, <laughs> that kind of surprised me because I was like, oh, that's going to be a bit strange. Hmm. That's a little weird. It's just kind of, I feel like, Chucky is just kind of an IP they can throw in anywhere, and everyone would be like, okay. But you know what part of me kind of thought that it would do really, really well in the Simpsons area? Oh, yeah. Like the clowns they had? Mm-hmm. Like, when I when I read the, the blog post about it, and so they'd said it was basically going to be a toy fair, mm. and Chucky is kind of in charge of all the toys this at this toy fair and he is like commanding them to do things and he's turned them into like his minions so kind of the same kind of premise as when we had chance's scare zone and chance had all of their little minions doing oh, yeah. kind of the same thing as that so when i heard that i thought well a toy fair you know you could do you could do something cool with that in the simpsons area yeah but it's not. It's going to be in the Hollywood area. And surprisingly as well, I mean, we don't usually get, like, announcements about Roman hordes or, like, we don't see anything on a map about Roman hordes. So we never see anything, like, written down about the Simpsons area anyway. But strangely this year, 
there's no scare zone in San Francisco. Apparently. What? Mm. Like, obviously, none of this is official. This is just a speculation map, but it's, I believe everything that's on it now. And <laughs> on that map, there's nothing in San Francisco. So I don't know whether that's because of the Fast and Furious gift shop and exit. Because I, I'm imagining that Fast and Furious will be open at Horror Nights. I can't see why not. But if they've got a, like, a constant stream of people coming out of there, that could be a reason why. But, I mean, you didn't really go to Horror Nights to go on Fast and Furious. So uh, I couldn't see it being like, a massive issue. Well, I mean, you might. No, I even no. just come down for the weekend just for that ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can't, I can't see the people like leaving the gift shop would cause any more of an issue than the construction in the last few years would have. Yeah, like I, I can't, can't see it being any different. Everyone will be too disappointed. They're like, "Come on, don't scare me right now. I'm still, <laughs> still trying to get through what I just went on." <laughs> Is this the after party? <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't want to confuse people and think that it's a party. That's but true. <laughs> it's going to be in Hollywood. Another reason why I think it could be is that, you know, we've got the new cinematic celebration show. And we're obviously going to have Scare Zone in the Central Park bit that we usually do. But the other bit of Central Park's been changed into a viewing area. But people can stand all around the lagoon to watch it. So another part of me felt like maybe we're gonna have like our other show is gonna be on the lagoon. We're gonna have a Halloween Horror Nights version of it, and maybe that's why. Uh, I wouldn't, cause the in San Francisco you can't really see the lagoon show from there because you got Richter's Burgers, that big building, like the uh, the big building where we go behind Jaws. Mm-hmm. That's like I think that's blocking the view. A... Maybe, but what if people could stand around, like, you know, where we usually sit? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can see it from there. stand around there, and then it's, like, kind of for crowd control. Yeah. They were the only two things I could think of, anyway, why there possibly wouldn't be a scare zone there. Yeah, that's weird. Very strange. But it's going to be in Hollywood anyway. And so then when they had said that it was going to be a toy fair and all these toys were going to be minions, I was thinking, what if we could have things that, like, like all the toys that have been at the event before? Yeah. And big like, little Easter eggs in the scare zone. Like Dollhouse of the Damned or something? Yeah, or, like, what if we had some of the, like, sneakily some toys from the Attic and Krampus? Oh, that'd be cool. Like, that's my oh, dream right now. Krampus, that house. <laughs> I love you, Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the first thing I thought of when I heard toys. I was like, oh my god, imagine if they could do that. And I don't know if they'd be allowed to, to, like, cross the things over. But not everybody would know. Yeah, it'd be like a little, yeah, like an Easter egg. A little, little hint. So, yeah. what's, so what is Revenge of Chucky? Is this a new film? Is this... Because I, I, I'm sure I read they're making a series or something. So they're, they're going to make a series. I don't know too much about the series, but the last two films that came out was Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. So I imagine that this is kind of their own spin. 
and it could encompass like all of the Chucky films. Mm. Like I can't. It doesn't say anywhere, and there's been no, like nobody said anything about how it's going to tie into anything, any particular film. Right. Okay. Like a mashup. That's why I imagine okay. it's going to be like maybe we'll see like Tiffany. Oh, and oh, what's what's the kid's name in Scene of Chucky? Oh, what is it? Oh, I've not seen that one. I've, <gasps> I've already seen a few Chucky's actually. I'm sure I saw. I remember seeing. I think Charles play one. That was quite grim. Um, I don't know if I saw the other ones. I saw Bride of Chucky with Tiffany, but I don't think <laughs> I saw Seed of Chucky. Okay. I've just found it. It's called Glenn slash Glenda. <laughs> so, and but he was ador like adorable, but like weird looking, like creepy. But like I was like, oh Glenn, I hope that he's there. But then my other thing about this, um, scare zone and Mike Aiello kind of, in a way, confirmed it. Someone asked him whether we'd see like. The, the silly Chucky masks that we saw. So, like, the one that was in All Night Dying. That was, like, a ridiculous mask. It just it didn't look very good. It wasn't cool. So someone had asked him whether we were going to see that again, and he was like, no, no Chucky masks. So I'm like, well, I'm saying that we're going to see puppets instead. Ooh, like puppets throughout the scare zone? Well, I don't personally think, and again, this hasn't been like alluded to anywhere in this blog, I don't think that Chucky will be walking around the scare zone. I think the scare zone's going to be all of the toys. And I think that Chucky will be on a little stage. Ooh, insult emporium. <laughs> well, I feel like kind of like a soft version of it. Yeah. Like, you know, he'll be there and it'll be like a cool, a really cool puppet and he'll be saying shit to the other toys, maybe. That would be, oh yeah, kind of like what, um, like Chances, how she yeah. like had a stage, yeah. Yeah, I imagine that that's, that it's going to be very much like Chances Scare Zone. Okay, I also looked up a picture of Glendon. He's a little cute. <laughs> a little cute from but... Murdering Doll. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I like him, but I love Tiffany. I love Tiffany so, so much, so I really, really hope that we'll see at least a little bit of Tiffany in the scare zone. Yeah. Oh, so, because they had her at 25, so like... Yeah. Okay. So I hope so. So the other one that got announced, which, again, when we were recording the last episode, I was like, Chris Ripley, I don't believe this. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason that I didn't believe this one was because I felt like I was being double-crossed about it. <laughs> because, basically, if Mike Aiello ever tweets out anything about any film, you know, a lot of the time he does do hints throughout the year, like he might show a book, and then, you know, that particular property will end up at Halloween Horror Nights. But he'd posted about it being the anniversary of Killer Clowns, and then all of a sudden, everyone's like... Well, I'm watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space now, and I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and I've never watched this, so I'm going to watch it right now. And I was like, why is everyone all of a sudden watching this? Like, it's a cool film and everything, but like, I don't know why everyone's all of a sudden watching it. And it's because everybody had be- was believing that 
killer clown is going to come. But this is another one that's rumoured all the time. So I was like, no, uh, honestly, I feel like people are just taking this tweet and they're just running with it and I, I don't think it's going to be there. But then it was announced that this is going to be a scare zone and this is going to be in a very weird place. This is going to be like, you know where Starbucks is? Mm-hmm. So it's not in San Francisco, but it's it's kind of between New York and San Francisco. It's the same road that Starbucks and the Vault Shop are on. It's where, where they have the uh, the geishas with the chainsaws. Yes. And the pumpkins with chainsaws, I think, were there. Yeah. Like, kind of between Academy of Villains and Starbucks. In, yeah, like in front of Transformers, that uh-huh. road. But I'm thinking that the only reason that they do that particular area is so that they could use Sting Alley. Oh, yeah. Saws and Steam. Yeah. That's a classic. I mean, I've, <laughs> that was the first... Um, I remember that from Halloween Horror Nights 20. It makes such a cool scare zone. With like mm-hmm. just like the, the, the fog or whatever and, and the chainsaw noises is like a really good combination. So what, because like, am I right in thinking like Killer Clowns is quite an old film? Well, yeah, it's 80s. So it's, it's fitting in with the 80s theme. I think it was like 83, 84-ish, oh, wow. maybe 82. Wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's not the most amazing film in the entire world, but it's a really fun film. Okay. And, like, I love the costumes in it. I think the costumes are ridiculous. So but cheesy, too. So ridiculous at the gods. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a, a, a fun, cheesy 80s horror. Yep. And it's like an e- it's an easy film to like, and it's an easy film to, I guess, recreate parts of, but it'll look, but you can't make it look bad. Yeah, eighty eight, eighty eight. It was ah, uh, eighty eight. Okay, but this I think it'll be amazing. I think there's so much fun stuff that they can do with it. I think that they're gonna have like the tent somewhere the spaceship tent Ooh, yeah. like Nick have you seen it oh sorry go ahead I've not uh, the, the film oh no I've not seen the film alright okay well basically there's a they have a spaceship and they have it inside of like a circus tent so if they could do a circus uh, okay. tent like really this would work amazingly as a house so like Ooh, a bit yeah. like a bit like what I did with um a hive or something last year like actually do it in a tent oh they could do that that would be so good like <laughs> literally like everything everything about the film basically would work well inside mm. of inside the house but it will work there's parts that would work well in the streets as well yeah. like i think that this honestly is going to be one that everybody loves Mm-hmm. I think the clowns are going to be pretty scary too because they're huge. So I'm pretty sure they're going to have like the big costumes for them, kind of like they, the aliens in Invasion last year, like, you know, the tall queens. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking they're going to do with the clown costumes and some short ones. Yes. The little <laughs> tiny one. He's my favorite. Yeah. When he puts the little cherry on. <laughs> He's my favorite one. But there's just going to be so much cool stuff that they can do. Like, um excited to see like, the cotton candy cocoons candy floss of your english mm. um 
I'm hoping that they're going to have... I spoke about this in a video that I, that I brought last week, but I'm hoping that they're going to have themed drinks because there's a part of the film where one of the clowns goes over to the, the candy floss cocoon and he sticks like a little twisty straw... Cause basically, if you haven't seen it... Sorry, but I'm going to give you a spoiler. They cocoon humans in cotton candy. Of course, and then, makes... that's what they do so there's a human cocooned in this cotton candy there's loads of them all inside the spaceship and one of the clowns goes over like a little twisty straw and sticks it in the cotton candy and like red liquid of the blood comes out of it and i was like well if they don't make some kind of like vodka cranberry drink stick some candy floss on it and give you a bendy straw they're missing out or they could just do like those juice boxes. Just stab it in your... Instead of blood bags, they have cotton candy bags this year. Yeah. <laughs> I do... I mean, I do think that was kind of lacking last year. Um, because mm. there was there was nothing... They, they'd taken away all the kind of gimmick drinks, hadn't they? Other yeah. than like the Blinky Cup. Um, by the way, is your, is your Budweiser Blinky Cup stop working as well? Um, no. Oh, show off. It still works, but... No, it doesn't. I mean, I like. I've only used it like two or three times. It's sound activated, so I think the dog knackered it. Cause he maybe, and maybe like you were watching the football matches, and you were probably shouting. <laughs> I, I, don't I, know, I don't know. I don't know what you're you're, you're talking about. No one's got <laughs> any video evidence of me getting very emotional about a goal being scored anywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think. You know that that was that was one of the things that I remembered a lot from when I went to the first Halloween Horror Nights that I did in, in um, twenty ten was like you had the blood bags. Um, I don't know if they I can't remember if I saw them at Halloween Horror Nights. I definitely saw them at Blue Man Group, but they had those syringes. That was like uh, a I think I know, yeah, I've seen yeah. those around the park. Yeah. So uh-huh. I'm sure they had those for Halloween Horror Nights as well, and you could get all these like like different cocktails that they were doing. And last year there was none of that. Like you could buy beer and stuff, but you didn't have those kind of fun drinks. I don't know. I I think that they did have the cocktails. Maybe I don't remember whether. I know the year before is when they had like the weird, um, like cinnamony type of drinks. Like they were all really no. That was that was twenty five. I think right twenty six. I think was like the orangey type ones. But I'm sure they had the specialty cocktails last. Yeah, but only at certain places. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they did. They yeah. did because that's because you got a split cup and you could get one of each, and then you got a twisty straw. Yeah, yeah, they did have the cocktails last year, but only in special in special places. Right. I just because I don't remember seeing them, but maybe that's maybe that's why. I mean, I, like all the attraction. Uh, sorry, when you used to queue up for houses, you had like the drink carts that had like you know whatever bottles of beer they had, but um, that that was it really. It was beer or nothing. So, okay. So yeah, so I think I think you know if they've got so like something as iconic as that, then they'd mm-hmm. be mad not to do a drink like that. Exactly. I mean, last year we thought that they were going to have maybe like pumpkin, pumpkiny types of drinks for trick or treat, and they didn't. Mm. They did have a pumpkin beer, but I think they have that a lot of the time, and it's not very nice, personally. I didn't like it. I like pumpkin everything, but I didn't like that beer. Um, 
And then when they had Krampus, we thought like it was a dead set. They'd have Christmassy type drinks. And they didn't. Didn't they have, uh, by, over by, like, to the right of the stage of Academy of Villains, didn't they have, like, some themed like, candy corn drink or something? Did you? Because mm, I heard about that, but I never actually checked it out myself. I don't know. Like, I stay away from spirits now since the Great Eyeball incident of the Hydrock. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. Can you share a link in the show notes, please? On a Facebook <laughs> no, nobody needs to know about it anymore. Well, it was a bad time for everybody involved. So I stay away from spirits now, basically. But I'm so lost. <laughs> oh, Luke, it was a bad time. It was a bad time. Basically, in the hard rock, the very strong cocktails, and it did not end well for me. Oh, fun. It was a bad time. <laughs> So since then, I just don't do any kind of spirits because I just, I'm, I don't ever want to go through that in my life again. I think <laughs> I will possibly end up in a coma. So oh, that's God. why I just drink beers all the time, and my ears are all taking the piss out of me, like, oh my God, man, I just drink beer, blah, blah, blah. That's <laughs> why. But yeah. I'm trying, like, but then at 26... I was like, I'm not having any kind of spirits. I'm not going to do it. Then we were on the RIP tour, and I was like, well, I mean, I just really want to try this chance drink because I love chance so much. And I had one drink. I hadn't even been in a house yet. And we were doing um, Halloween 2. It was going to be the first house, and I couldn't even see. Oh, my God. Because I hadn't drank any kind of, like, real alcohol in such a long time, I was gone. And then I had to drink water for the rest of the night so that I could realise what I was doing. I know it's I know it's very, very forward thinking, but obviously we've talked about trying to do a meet up next year and we were talking about how we was gonna do things and like I said to Craig, look, I know what we normally do, but I think especially we're gonna do an RIP tour, let's just pace ourselves. Because like there's nothing worse than trying to do something like that where you really wanna like be in the right frame of mind. But you're too drunk to actually enjoy it mm-hmm. so like we've, we made a conscious group decision that yeah we'll, we'll have some beers but we'll be sent you know we'll, we'll, we'll pace it out rather than do the British thing of just beer yeah uh, you know. and that's it. and like you know a lot like and Luke will attest to this that I spend the, pretty much the entire of the night with a beer in my hands but I never finish one <laughs> yes so really, by the end of the night, I've probably drank all in all two beers, but I probably bought five. <laughs> yeah, so there... I, I don't end up that drunk. I'm just merry. <laughs> Plus, you walk it off, you sweat it off. Yeah, I run you, it off. I scream you spook it off. off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do think that I like, I don't really know the the full reasoning behind getting rid of things like the blood bags and things like that. I, like I guess they were kind of testing the waters, dead and with waters. removing the dead waters, with removing spirits from a lot of the bars as well, is to test maybe how that would affect the crowds. I and mean, you'd have to go out of your way to go to a bar to get something a bit harder. Well, I've got to say, so, like you know, the first night we were there, I was I was quite dreading what the weekend was going to be like for me because we'd not even been in the park like 10 minutes and we already saw like people collapse on the floor or you know trying to be sick uh, who are you know 
obviously kids that were having like their first kind of you know drunken night out that just couldn't handle their booze we've all been there but that's not the place you want to do it do you know what I mean like you know that's what you want to do when you're at a party or you're at a club or something not when you're yeah. at an event that you've paid good money for yeah the and there's that yeah loads of security too like they will kick you out <laughs> yeah yeah so I just don't see the fun in that so you know we saw that on the first night. We didn't really see it the next two nights. So I don't know if it was just a Friday night thing or, you know, it just happened to be the, the people that were there at the time. But, you know, I, I I get it. I think it's a shame because I think for those people that, you know, know their limits or can have a drink a bit better, I think it's a shame because it, it kind of restricts you. But if it's because it stops those incidents happening, then I can kind of see why they're trying to cut mm-hmm. back on on how easy it is to have that hard stuff yeah, yeah i could easily see the orlando event turning into a dry event as well i mean i hope not because i do need a little bit of courage to go <laughs> yeah. like yeah. i like I'm, I'm a spooky girl i like spooky things i like i like horror films but I, it's a whole different thing to watching it and then being a part of it i'd even be open to them doing some kind of like wristband or ticket kind of thing so that you know you can have you know you get tickets so you can buy two or three drinks like two or three alcoholic drinks oh okay, well yeah. then i'd have you to know. finish them well yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could do your, your normal five and not finish them but do you know what i mean like i think that would be a more sensible thing i think making it dry is it not is not pointless but i think it affects everybody for the sake of a few i don't mm. really agree with that i mean drinking drinking culture in america does seem to be different to the uk uh, or or europe for that matter i think you get less of these kind of that's not to say you don't get drunk kids of course you do but you seem to have a better you, you don't seem to get the extreme cases like you do at things like that you know the number of like you know college frat boys or something like that you see just get completely mullered because they can suddenly drink at 21 Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, 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 I think it's the attitudes is different, and therefore it, that makes it different. But regardless, I think making it dry wouldn't be the best idea. But certainly, you know, trying to think of ways around it. Again, you know, if that's what if that's what they're doing, what they're doing, and it's like, okay, well, beers easier to buy than spirits. If you really want spirits, you've got to go away from the houses and you know, or whatever. Then that's that's different, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think dry is the way to go. No, and the thing is, like, every every night that I'm not... Like, I will go to Horror Night every night that it's on while I'm there. So I'll go every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Don't go on Saturdays. But then the nights that I'm not at Horror Nights, I go to Food and Wine Festival every night. So I see more drunk people at Food and Wine than I ever have at Horror Nights. Yeah, speaking about getting lit... Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I definitely see more people puking. I see more people being rowdy, and like, okay, it's like, you know, there's no scare actor that they can stupidly hit or abuse in any way. But there's still cast members that they can give abuse to, mm-hmm. and I, I and I see that an awful lot of food and wine, and so, yeah. Anyway, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. 
Okay, Killer Clowns. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. I really, really like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I think it's just like a really, it's just a fun film that I saw like when I was little. Which explains why a man is like she's as a grown up, basically. Explains why I'm weird. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. But like, I think it's just it's just a fun, it's a fun, cheesy, silly film, and I'm excited to see what parts they're going to utilize and i'm also excited to see if this is going to go the same way that trick or treat did where the kind of test in the waters for the scare zone and then we could potentially get a house Ooh, yeah because i think that would be pretty cool and you know enough yeah. people are, are like, i don't know i always wonder how it is from a, a general fan's point of view like you know just like a, the general public who are not super into horror, they're not super into theme parks. What do they think about announcements like Killer Clowns? Because everyone that I saw on Twitter who were in like the, the theme parky horror-y community loved it and like, yes, can't wait, it's going to be amazing. But then I imagine that that's not the same kind of vibe that the general public would give. Yeah. I feel like if you had never seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space and you just see that, you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> well, yeah, that's, uh, that's the difference between that and Stranger, something like Stranger Things, isn't it? It's such a that's such a uh, a now a right here, right now kind of thing. That that is the kind of thing that's going to anchor the year. Is going to draw those people in. Stuff like Killer Clowns, or even to a lesser extent, Chucky. That's like fan service for people that like horror films, that know mm-hmm. those kind of things. So it's going to be more of your diehard audience. You know, mm-hmm. if, if Killer Clowns was your main house this year, I think people would be disappointed. Because it's because it's not, and also because it's a scare zone, then they, they, even less so. You'll probably get people that are upset it's not a house. Um, but because it's not as, as well-known an IP... I don't think it will affect things too much. Well, you know, I really want to make friends with some people who are just, like, not fans of anything and they've just come to Halloween Horror Nights for a fun night. I just want to make friends with them for the night and get their perspective on it. So we're now launching on this episode of Universe of Dark... uh, (laughs) Halloween tours with Amanda uh, <laughs> for two hundred dollars. Is that enough? Two hundred dollars. I mean, you can just buy me a donut. And you also have to give up your two uh, beer tickets at yeah. the event. Okay, so for two hundred dollars a donut, Amanda will be your guide for the night. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you a hundred questions, but in return, <laughs> I'll give you all the gossip. <laughs> oh, juicy! <laughs> now, Amanda, um, I. I know that, you know, the theme for this year at Orlando seems to be 80s, mm-hmm. um, and obviously around Stranger Things. Um, Hollywood's also getting Stranger Things, but mm-hmm. has that got an 80s theme to it, or is that more generic? No, so that doesn't have an 80s theme. That is just doing Hollywood. Like, it's just doing what Hollywood always does. So Hollywood only ever does IPs. And... They they don't tend to have overall themes like we do in Orlando. Okay. So 
they just had an announcement yesterday of the first page. Oh, what a segue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't mess about on the first lot of dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> they had their announcement on the first page, and, you know, the like, I spoke about it on here before, about how, I, like, I really, really love John Murdy. So, John Murdy is Hollywood's Mike Aiello. Right. And in the lead, like, they don't get their announcements the same way that we do. So, you know, in the past, Mike Aiello might kind of post hints out, but... It's not. It's not like that anymore. It's kind of like just surprised. But John Murdy will always tweet out when there's going to be an announcement, and he'll always post clues, and like he loves interacting with the Hollywood fans. And so people were questioning whether this was going to be an announcement for both, and he said no. It's just going to be Hollywood, and he was posting clues out about it. And honestly, his clues are making me believe that it was going to be a Nightmare on Elm Street house. Okay. But I was wrong. And yesterday, they answered the first page. I love the page. Sometimes I feel like I'm the only one. <laughs> well, okay. So, you know, I was quite interested in this announcement. Um, even though I'm not going to the events this year. Because I, I know what the purge is. I'm familiar with the purge. Um, but my first real exposure to it properly was last year at Halloween Horror Nights at the Scare Zone. So I'd not seen, um, I've not seen any of the films, but I knew I knew what they were about, and I knew you know obviously I've seen trailers and clips, so I knew like the costumes and stuff like that. So I thought it was a really good, fun scare zone. Um, I, I thought some of the interaction with the characters was good. I liked the, the parade with the bikes and stuff. I thought it was very good, and obviously of course the bus uh, and the purge auction was a lot of fun as well. That was always good for entertainment. Um, which I think you, you won one night, didn't you, Amanda? I did. I won a whole human being. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And of course, because it happened during the purge, what Amanda did with that human being, no one ever knows. Um, <laughs> yep. But um, I'd, I'd not been to cinema for almost a month um, after seeing Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Now, I've already spoke about that on, on Universal After Dark, so you know my feelings on that film. It's not the reason why I hadn't gone to the cinema for a month, but it certainly didn't encourage me to go while the World Cup was on. But um, I was interested in the first Purge. I'd heard mixed things about it, so I went to see it. So I, I finally seen my first Purge film. Um, and I, as well, because it was a prequel, I thought it didn't really matter too much if I saw this one first. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, like I, I was able to follow it extremely well, so I, I think I was right in my judgment. Um, I really liked it. Um I know it's had some mixed reviews, but I think that the series generally tends yeah. to get some mixed reviews. But I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the the, the last twenty minutes, especially, are, are very good. Um, it's it's low budget. Um, you know, the acting's not particularly great. Some of the dialogue is is pretty ropey, but the ideas all kind of work together. So actually, um, you know, based on the scare zone I went to last year. And, uh, you know, having seen this film, I'm actually quite excited to see what they do uh, with this in Hollywood. You know what? I feel like The Purge gets a bad rap, unnecessarily, because I think as much as I love, like, a really in-depth horror film with a really in-depth story that I have to, like, sit and be, like, totally 
into i also really like an easy to watch horror film that's just i can just stick it on whenever and i don't have to be too engrossed in it but i still know the story and that's why i like the purge i think it's a scary thing anyway because it's something that could happen mm-hmm. it's not anything that's really far-fetched like that it could genuinely happen and that's why it scares me but i feel like the reason that the orlando fans are just so not into it is because we've had it as replacements for things mm-hmm. so the scare zone it works amazingly as a scare zone i think it's fantastic when we had it as a house it was a replacement for another house that we were supposed to have so we were supposed to have scream and mm-hmm. then we didn't get that last minute so last minute had to be changed to the purge and then last year the same thing it wasn't supposed to be the purge in bum house and then last minute it had to be changed to the purge so and it was rubbish let's be like i know i know luke like the blumhouse house i love the blumhouse house. yeah i know that purge scene yeah the rest of the house was was fine Uh, what was it supposed to be it was supposed Um, to be ouija oh yeah the ouija oh i never saw that no but i mean apparently like the some of the stuff that was in the house like you could still tell that was what it was it was based on Oh, okay, um, yeah. The I house mean, was the same house as in yeah, like the wallpaper and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. and they just start some projectors in there. Um, it just it just felt very cheap because there was barely anyone in it. Um, you know, you had a couple of people similar to what you see out in Scare Zone that just kind of popped out of the shadows. It just seemed mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit weird. Um, and yeah, you could feel it was shoehorned in. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's not Universal's fault, and I'm sure that Universal yeah. would want to give us an amazing Purge house, but I feel like that's the only reason why Orlando fans are kind of like, oh, please, like, please don't, no Purge this year for us, please, please. Well, it, was, it won't fit in with the theme, so I'm, quite, I'm kind of glad they've announced it for Hollywood, but not for Orlando, because if you're doing an 80s-themed thing, you're already pushing it a little bit with Chucky, because whilst... Charles play came out in like 87 or 88 or something um you know revenge of chucky if that's a tv series or that's a new thing um if it's going to be like a mashup of the older films then that's okay but just because chucky came out in the 80s doesn't make it an 80s thing mm-hmm. in my opinion you know um but yeah so I- i'm glad they're doing it um and yeah i think i mean this film, I don't know about the other ones, I've not seen them yet, but this one, um, a fair amount of it happens on the actual streets rather than in a house. Um, stuff does happen in houses, but um, it's it's more like out in public, out in the streets. So mm-hmm. it makes sense for it to be a, more of an outside thing. Than, so it would have been a good scare zone this year, like they did last year, but it doesn't fit with the theme of the, of the year in Orlando. No, and the thing is as well is I think that if we would have had the Purge again this year, I, d- I definitely think that that would have been it then for Orlando and the Purge. Like, I think that everybody just would have been done with it and it would have turned into The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I love the Purge, but I'm glad that it's not going to be there so that you can have a break from it so nobody gets like that with it. And the thing is, I mean, I don't know if they're, if they're planning any more films, but obviously there's a TV series of the Purge starting, mm-hmm. I think, later this year or something. Um, uh-huh. So they want to, you know, if, if next year isn't an eighties themed year, then there's no reason why they couldn't bring the purge back based on the, on the TV series. 
So it's mm-hmm. not like it, it's, it's, it can be done forever. But I agree that I think if you do it every year, um, I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, they do American Horror Stories every year, but I think because American Horror Stories is so different, you can get away with it. Yeah, like because because they're doing different seasons of it, and it's not like a regular TV show; it's an anthology TV show, so they can get away in that sense. I'm really sad that you know, according to the speculation map, we're not getting an American Horror Story house this year. Yeah, I, it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't know. We talked about this, didn't we? But mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is with with Fox. You know, if they've still got it under contract. If um, if that's run out and they've not renewed it, or just because it doesn't fit in with the theme, they're not doing one this year, and it will come back next year. Um, I think you know they've made a very bold choice in having this as an eighties themed event. Mm-hmm. I think they need to stick to that. I think mm-hmm. if they turn around now and say it's an eighties themed event, but we've got the license, so we're going to put American Horror Stories in anyway, I think that dilutes the message. So I think mm-hmm. they need to not have it this year um, if that is the theme of the year. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I like, I'm doing wrong. Like you know, I really enjoyed American Horror Stories last year. Um, I'd like to see it come back next year, but if it doesn't fit in with the theme, I'd rather not have it. Mhm. Mhm. Like. Also, I feel as though, and I don't know whether I said this in the last episode or not, but with the new season coming out, apparently going to be a crossover between yes. Murder House and Coven, that could make a, like a spectacular house potentially. Mm, yeah, I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. I give you all the tea on this podcast. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we're, we're like always my... swimming in tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet tea. Sweet by Mio. tea. Sweet tea. <laughs> well, that's it for the announcements. But some um something that we've been talking about a little bit on the podcast lately is the mummy locker situation. Mm-hmm. And how they'd moved to the exit to where the but the entrance events where it rightfully should have been anyway. Mm-hmm. Which is in the center of the of the mummy building. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they have finally unveiled the new lockers and they look absolutely beautiful. And it may seem silly to get so excited about lockers, but I have a real issue with a lot of the locker situations in Universal. Mm. As someone who is one five foot tall. <laughs> Two, the same size as probably a ten-year-old child. I get really agitated and anxious if I'm in a situation like the the old mummy lockers or Forbidden Journey. Forbidden Journey lockers, I can't even go oh, into God. because it drives me insane and it makes me not want to go on the ride. So to know that we are we now have a giant. <laughs> And um, if you haven't seen pictures, basically it's one huge room and the lockers just line the walls of the room in a big square. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no, like, I don't even know what you'd call it, where, you know, where they have, like, just lines and lines and lines of lockers. Oh, yeah. Lockers. Like lockers. 
Just, just lockers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you kind of sneaking around, and there's big groups of ten people all trying to get into one locker, and you can't get past them. This is just one big open space, and the lockers just go all the way around the outside, and it looks so nice and so big and so clean, and I'm very excited about it. It's a simple yep. change, isn't it? It's a, it's a simple change, but I agree. I think it looks so much better now. And also, as well, the other thing is when you've got the lockers outside the building... It ruins the aesthetic of the building. Mm-hmm. You know, by putting it inside, it now doesn't detract you from what it's supposed to look like. That's it, and it's a nice big air-conditioned space, mm-hmm. and it really is giant. Like it's it's the it's the old extended queue area. So if it's raining, you can go and stand in there. Like it's there's nothing bad about it. The only thing that you know, I'm a little bit, oh, what about is that's where the Halloween Horror Nights shop was. Oh, yeah. So I don't know whether they still got enough space because it's quite a big, it's quite a big building. So I don't know whether they still have enough space to do the shop as well. I don't like I with, without Luke when you're next day you'll be able to tell us because I can't judge from pictures how much actual space this has taken up. Yeah, so yeah, because there could be like a little little nanny or crook. What is it? Nook? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but you'll be able to get a better idea of whether or not we can still fit the Halloween Horror Nights shop in that area. Yeah, I'll bring my uh, protractor, all yeah. that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Please do. If you could get like a laser level as well, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, Ashton on the other side will have walkie talkies. <laughs> It'll be perfect. We'll know everything. But then another thing that you're going to go and check out when you're next there is the cinematic celebration. So that's still in softies. It's not. It's not had its grand reveal yet. So some nights you'll go and they won't have all the pyro on. Some nights don't have all the fireworks going, don't have all the projections on. They're still kind of in the the, the, re- the rehearsal stages of it. But I'm excited for you to go and see it, Luke. Yeah, I'm super excited. Because I haven't seen anything on it. I'm just waiting to see what they got. Which I've, I've heard is all good. The, the, not the Harry Potter one. I've seen the E.T. scene only because people kept messaging me. <laughs> with the video inside of it and I was like oh, I have to watch it now but I haven't seen anything else of it just the ET bit but then one of my friends and listeners to the podcast Ash is in Florida right now not Sister Ash and not Ashton this is a this is a third Ash <laughs> um, and when she says Sister but... Ash she doesn't mean a nun <laughs> she means her actual sister I mean my actual sister there's so many Ashes <laughs> and so many things but he's in Florida right now and so he went to see it um, a couple of days ago and they didn't have the pyro on and so he didn't think that it was the best but I'm going to have him on if he still wants to come on Ash, you're not listening so if you still want to come on, you can come on um, but I wanted to come and talk about what he thinks of it because you- it's not going to be on when I go what do you um? What do you call a large group of ashes? You call them a brimful of ash, or <laughs> anyway, um, Amanda, I'm going to call an audible. This is your show, but I'm going to call an audible because a segment we've been doing a lot recently has been choosing between three universal attractions. Mm-hmm. But you also put out on Facebook that 
um, we were recording tonight and asked if people had questions. Uh-huh. And so, my audible to you is, do we go with the three rides, or, or, or three, whatever it is you chose this week for me and Luke to dissect, or do you want me to read to you some of the questions that we got? Right, well, the, the rides that I'd picked for this week was a uh, If you're going to still do it, don't spoil it. No, I'm not going to tell you what they are. Oh, okay, fine, sorry. But I feel like because the theme is it's quite a tough one, it could take a while okay. to get through them. So I feel like we need an entire episode for that. Okay, so, so next episode, so that's a tease for the next episode of Universal After Dark, is you've got three killer things for us to discuss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cliffhanger, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so in that case, then, I'll, I'll go through some of the questions that we got. Okay. Um, some of these like, will be quite simple to answer. Some of these might need a little bit more of a discussion. So um, the first one was from Teddy, um, and uh, they said, he said, do you think Purge will be announced for Orlando? Um, so we no. just kind of discussed that, didn't we? Yeah. But still, I wanted to kind of draw attention to it. It's quite funny that it came up. Um, but yeah, I think we're all in agreement that we don't think, because of the thing of it being aces, mm-hmm. I don't think we'll, we'll have yeah. it. Um, and I'm not sure, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I don't think during the first purge they, they said what the year was that it was set in. I think it was well, 20, like 2018, 2019. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. 20? It wasn't the eighties, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure that me and Chris looked into it, and it was. Um, I'm sure that it's the like early two thousands or ni- late nineties or early two thousands. I'm looking up right now. <laughs> like, because I'm so positive oh. that when we were looking at it, I was like, Chris, could this be in the eighties? And he's like, Oh my god, I don't know. And then I, we were researching it, and I'm sure that. You know, it definitely it definitely wouldn't fit in anyway. They had smartphones in it, so it can't have been. I know it's supposed to be a little bit dystopian, but I don't think it was that. Uh. I don't think it was that. You found the year, Luke, or? Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not finding anything. Right, fair enough. It's all about the new movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like I. I enjoyed it. Like I. I can't say it was like an amazing oh. film, but. Twenty twenty three. Oh, okay. So if you what? Wait, wait. The very first, wait, the, the one that's just come out wait. now. Oh wait, just kidding. That was the first one. Hold on. <laughs> oh, so it might be like you know, I imagine that it might be like twenty twenty or twenty twenty one or twenty two because you know it was the first. The whole thing is is like it's an experiment. Yeah, it, it's like clear that this is an experiment, and it's the first time they're doing it, and they're hoping that it will work and that they can they can spread it out across America. But oh, okay, it says sometime in the mid twenty first century. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's a lot, I, I haven't seen the other films, so I can't compare it. Um, I think there's some some very clear messaging around it being based in like the America that we see now. So there was definitely like a bit of a racial divide, um, and how people like felt they were being treated by society. Um, so I think some people have said like the message is a little bit too um, hammered home, but I I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was it was good. It wasn't very long. I think it was about an hour and a half, maybe. Um, 
maybe a bit longer. It, it was it was fine. Like I wouldn't say like you need to go to cinema to see it, but I I thought it was a decent enough film, so I do recommend it. But no, I don't I don't think we'll see it for Orlando. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. So Simon says. Put your hands on your head. No, Simon says. <laughs> um, I'm sure he, he doesn't get sick of, of that kind of joke. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you guys and girl think the next announcement will be? Um, I feel like Poltergeist. Wow, okay. That's what I was thinking too. Or an original... Well, I feel like we've because we had Sinister Cinema. No, so, but I always call it Sinister Cinema. That sounds so much better than Slaughter Cinema. Slaughter <laughs> Cinema, because we had that one as a as a last house announcement, and then we had Dead Exposure before that. That's true. I'm feeling like we're due an IP. Yeah, maybe Blumhouse too, if that's coming back. I don't think uh, like, I don't think we'll see Blumhouse this year either. For the same reason. Well, that's on the speculation now. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm. Unless there was something. I mean, have there has there been any like Blumhouse films that have been set in? I think The Conjuring, right? Or the Annabelle. So many Blumhouse films that one of them's got to be set in the (laughs) eighties. Maybe it's going to be Ouija. If they can, if if they can uh, (laughs) wrestle the license away from Hasbro. There was some court case, wasn't there, about the the ball game manufacturers and and the film company, and that's why it was because there was a court case. That's why they had to pull it last year. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's been resolved or not. Because, but it's weird, but effectively, the Ouija fil- film is based on the Ouija board, which is actually like we all know it from films oh, and stuff like yeah. that as an actual, you know way of contacting the dead but in all, in all honesty it's actually just a bull gang yeah they have them in our local target there you go uh, do other, they other big yeah. retailers are available they have a Stranger Things one I saw the other day a Stranger Things Ouija board <laughs> yeah they have a bunch Damn. of themed ones I'm like okay uh, wow weird that's that's intense <laughs> um, well I'm... I mean what, like one film's going to be based on the year surely yeah, I um, I think we've already had Killer Clowns, which is an eighties film. So I'm thinking something around that. What I would love to see, and would probably make me get a divorce so I can go this year. Oh wow! Um, would be Gremlins. Oh, but I think if you're going to get something like that, you're probably more likely to get Ghoulies or Critters. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the cheap B movie version ripoff, yeah, of, of of Gremlins. So, but I could you know if you if you're doing stuff like Killer Clowns, then I, I don't see any reason why you couldn't get something like that. Um, I did see, I don't think it was speculation. I think it was a a want more than anything. But I did see on Twitter some people talking about Hellraiser. Ooh. Oh, like getting getting Pinhead involved. <laughs> Um, and that was an 80s franchise as well but I, I don't know about about that one um, I think everyone is still expecting it yeah but I've seen that they have it at uh, Warner Brothers 
the Warner Brothers Studio tour. They do an it yeah. thing for Halloween. So I know it's the opposite coast, but I'd be shocked if Universal have it in Orlando but don't have it in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think they do the that... original or the new one? I think eighties theme. Uh, I don't know. Well, the the original it, the Tim Curry version, was set in the fifties, wasn't it? And the mm-hmm. oh, and the late eighties, I think it was. Oh, that's when it was released. Whilst, or... yeah. So like, the, so like, you know, like, what is it? Part two was set in the eighties, oh. but the first oh. part was set in the fifties. Whilst with this new version of it that came out last year. The 50s has been updated to the 80s. Oh, so, I should go see that. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen. I've not seen it. Either, what? Still, right? I, no, I've, I've, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I was going to go and see it for Halloween, um, and I'm debating that because like, there are rumours they're going to re-release it for Halloween this year mm. to kind of ramp up the interest for for part two next year. So, um, if if they don't do that, I'll have to watch it on TV. Um, I think it's coming on Netflix soon. But, um... It is so Ooh. good. Like both of you will not be disappointed. It is so so good. Like I've probably I went to the cinema to see it, and you know I never go to the cinema. It's true. You haven't seen Avengers. Um... Avengers. Well, <laughs> I watched it at the cinema, and I've watched it since. It's so good. Yeah, it's on, it's on my list. I like. I really. I mean, I haven't watched it for a long time because it does scare me. But um, I really like the Tim Curry. One from like nineteen ninety or whenever it was, um, but I, I but this one does look good. I just I just didn't get a chance to see it, so I will do. But I don't think we're going to see it. So I think it's probably no. going to be something a bit more cheesy, like Critters or or Ghoulies, rather than rather than uh, Gremlins or or it or something. That that's me. What about yourself, Luke? Do you have any ideas? Um, mm, uh, no. I would say they would announce, announce an original next. That's just a guess. Because to see that they're announcing originals more and the rumors that they're going to have more originals, I think they would do, go for one of those. Maybe, maybe the Clown Carnival Carnage or whatever. Uh, I would die. I'm so excited <laughs> about like That's the one that I am the most excited about. Except Slaughter Cinema. Like, Slaughter Cinema is my number one that I'm excited about, but the Carnival one is the... Like I am so excited. What about if they did like an origin of Jack? Did you not listen to the last episode, yeah. Nick? Come on, Nick. If you if you remember, I, ca- <laughs> I came in halfway through. Do you not watch my videos, Nick? <laughs> I don't watch any videos. I did an entire twenty-five minute <gasps> video about this. Fine. Well, if that, look, look, look. That's good. That's good cross promotion because now everyone's like, oh, I'm going to go and see this video, including me. Um, yeah. <laughs> basically i tie it in very 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 nicely about why we could see jack this year in some way so if you haven't seen it that's not your go. video that's not your announcement video or is, huh? that your, is that your latest announcement video it's my latest video the one where i'm dressed like chucky, chucky in the yeah. in the picture yeah okay yeah. just so everyone knows um mm-hmm. of course you should watch all the videos anyway um, yeah. Phil... Subscribe to because I'm only four away from 500. Really? Oh! Yeah, oh, wow. so if you haven't subscribed, go and subscribe. Once this episode yeah. goes out, we should see that. Um, Phil has two questions. Mm-hmm. The first one, I'll, I'll say it, but I'll skip over it. So, 
for obvious reasons. So um, he said, not for this week, but think it would be good to get a guide for newbies about type of tippet, type of tickets, and what it's about the event, tips and tricks on the event. So that's we've already done an episode for Phil around universal tickets, but I think with this, he's talking specifically around Halloween Horror Night. So I think maybe that's one we could do in August. Okay, I'm writing this out right now on my calendar. Yeah. So I think that's a good one. Um, but his second question, and this one we can answer now, because uh, we did talk about it a little bit earlier, is what ID do people need to drink alcohol at Halloween Horror Nights? Okay, so you just need either a driving license or a passport. Yeah. It's not like Disney where you have to have a passport. So... Yeah, I just use my driving license all the time and don't have a problem with it. I did. I mean, even I got asked for ID last year at the age of 34. I was very pleased. Um, <laughs> and I just whipped out my driving license and it was, it was completely fine. I only had a provisional driving license. I don't even have a full one. Um, but it, it, it was fine. I think if you've got photo ID um, that's, that's legit, so like government issued, like a passport, like a driving license, you'll be completely fine. Mm-hmm. And they will ask you for it. Even if you do look obviously older than 21 they will it's like going to a supermarket and you've got to look 25 but then even if you look over 25 they're still going to ask you uh well look amanda it happened to me twice in in four days so maybe someone that really looks young gets asked all the time but somebody who only looks half young gets asked occasionally so thanks for ruining that for well <laughs> I get asked all the time but then I get really offended if I don't because I'm like are you saying that I look over 21 here exactly <laughs> um, Steve asked and this is quite a long question this one can we stay in Universal Studios until the event starts rather than queue outside I've never been before but we've seen a huge queues before when we've left the park so that's, that's the first question Right. So that that really is stay and scream, isn't it? Yeah, if you have a day pass on the same day of the Horror Nights ticket, you can just go in before the park closes, choose an area, they they will scan your Horror Nights ticket inside the park, and then you just hang out until they let you in to Horror Nights. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can't you can't stay in the main bit of the park, so you can't go on any rides or anything if you're staying you will be you have to choose an area to go into so usually it's either the simpsons area it is um finnegan's or the hello kitty area yeah and so they'll have that roped off and you'll have to stay in that area from i think five o'clock yeah yes i think i can't remember if it's half four or five but it was around yeah. the whole time i think it's okay. five yeah. yeah, so the park will close at five. Like I've run into the park at ten to five before to go meet Luke. Yep. At the Simpsons <laughs> and I've just legged it across the whole park. Um but then once you're in that area you can't leave and walk around the park. So you'll be in there until they let you out. And you do get let out just before the um, yeah. the gates open. And sometimes so they'll even let you out like super early. Uh-huh. I once got let out at five thirty ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Me, so... me and Craig did last year actually. Yeah, we had to finish up our, our drinks quickly in Vinegans because all of the, like we was like, oh, right, they'll let us out about six o'clock, and then all of a sudden everyone started moving outside. It was like, <laughs> oh shit, we better down these, and off we popped. Um, I noticed this. This goes back to what 
feel would ask about tips, but what I would say if you're doing uh, stay on screen um, is that what we did notice is that because you're you're in broad daylight and it's still obviously very sunny and very bright at that time of day, um, when you go into houses, they're very dark. And so mm-hmm. I did not enjoy the houses when I did stay and scream as much as when I did them later on in the, in the night. Um, because of that adjustment between the, the bright to the dark, it means that, I, you know, a lot of people struggle with that, that kind of change in, in visibility. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you're doing stay and scream, um, if you can, if you've got some dark sunglasses, then prep yourself because it will make yeah. Those, yeah. those early entry houses to do it. Um, and of course the advantage of stay on screen is you, you know, you get to go get first tips in the houses. So, um, you know, think about what houses you want to hit first. Um, what houses do you think are going to be the busiest later on? Especially if you haven't got like, um, a VIP pass. Um, yeah. So because yeah. the the stay and scream areas will correspond to what houses you'll be allowed to go in early. So you couldn't do stay and scream in the Simpsons and go and do the houses at the very front of the park. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the in the Simpsons area, it will be the tent houses that you'll get to do first. Yeah. If you're in the Hello Kitty area or the Finnegans area, it's going to be the sound stage house that you're going to get to do first yeah, so, so bear that in mind I think so. that meant this year um, it was American Horror Stories and Saw and The Shining yeah if you stayed in Hollywood the Hollywood bit or Finnegan's and if you yeah. was at Simpsons as Amanda said it was uh, The Hive and Scarecrow and Blumhouse and Blumhouse yeah mm-hmm so just have a have a plan. If you know that you're going to do stay and scream, choose what houses you want to do first and then choose your stay and scream area based off of that. And also, if you do the Simpsons area and you get there before me and Luke, save us a booth. Yes. <laughs> now, the second part of the question, um, any advice on how to tour Halloween Horror Nights would be great. Um, they have a two-day pass and staying at Cabana Bay. So... Uh... Okay, so definitely, I recommend stay and scream. So if you're if you're only going to go for two days, and you want to get the most out of it, stay and scream definitely. Mm. But if you're staying on site, what I personally do is because the the event's on until one in the morning, sometimes two in the morning. You want to obviously stay until the end. I don't like to stay in the park from nine in the morning all the way through until two so what i'll do is i'll go to the park early i'll go and do some rides and then i'll go back to the hotel because it's on site and it's so quick to get back at maybe two two or three o'clock and i'll have a little rest i'll get showered get changed have a little chill and then i'll go back over yeah before five that's what me and craig did we did i mean we didn't go straight back to the hotel but we went we left the parks about one had a beer NBC sports bar, um, went back to the hotel, freshened up, changed clothes, and got back for, uh, yeah, about half past four, I think we got back to the parks for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I, I definitely agree with Amanda, you want to have a break. And because, like, you know, and we stayed at Cabana Bay, so 
you know, it, it, it's the perfect kind of hotel you want to be at to do that. Um, you know, we needed, I, I think we gave ourselves about an hour to go from NBC to the hotel, shower, shit shower, shave, as they say, and then <laughs> back to the park. Um, you know, because it's just the two of us and we're both blokes, it didn't take us very long. <laughs> I, I don't know how long it takes you to do it, but we, you know, we knew we had a, a deadline, so that's what we did. But yeah, I wouldn't go to the park at nine and stay there until one or two in the morning. You'd be knackered. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a tiring event anyway because you've got so much adrenaline. Yeah. Because you're scared and there's nothing worse than being... And Ashley will attest to this because she was obviously pregnant when we were there last year and she was absolutely exhausted. Even though we were going back and we were having breaks and sometimes we weren't even going to the park in the morning, we were only getting to the park at 3 o'clock in the afternoon so that she could rest. And she was exhausted and she didn't have a good time because she was so tired. Well, that's what she told you. I mean, <laughs> maybe she just hates me. <laughs> but I like sometimes I do go a bit wild and I'll go and have a full Disney day. And so I'll be up at six in the morning. I'll be out on the road for eight in the morning. And then I'll go to the hotel, get changed and then head straight to Horror Nights and stay there until two. I've done that and I still had a fun time, but it's exhausting. And if you're only there for two days, make the most of the fact that you're on site. Yeah. You don't get... You don't get early entry, do you, at Cabana Bay? Actually, no, you do. Yeah, you do in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, because we didn't we didn't on the Saturday, but we did on the Sunday because we didn't realise that we did. So, um, or we were sleeping. I can't remember. But um, so take advantage of that. I mean, you when you go to the park at eight o'clock, you can knock out so many rides uh, very quickly. I mean, on that Saturday because we didn't get in early doors. You know, we had to start queuing up for rides, but on the Sunday you can hit Potter, both the Potter attractions, really quickly. Um, and anything that you think might have a bit of a wait time, or that you, you just definitely know you want to do, so um, take advantage of that early access. Is what I'd say. Try and not send the big mm-hmm. rides out straight away, so then you've got more time to do stuff later on. Um, but yeah, Cabana Bay, great hotel. So um, feel. Edward says, would you rather Halloween Horror Night started earlier in the day or later in the night? Um, honestly, I like I like it starting as it does just because I feel like if it started any later, you wouldn't have enough time. But on the flip side of that, I feel like, you know, if the park opens at, at six o'clock then it's still light outside so you're going to hit all the scare zones while it's light yeah. and you're not going to get the same the same vibe that you would later on in the day so i feel like it takes a while for the for the scare zones to get going yeah i mean the, the, the one thing especially with stuff like invasion i mean invasion was supposed to be a bit cheesy last year anyway but because mm-hmm. we were seeing it in broad daylight it really loses the effect um the problem is, is that, you know, like I said about earlier about, you know, the, the, the light and dark um, kind of going into those houses like early doors and your eyes adjusting. Um, if they waited for it to get dark, you know, what when when would they start? Half seven, like, eight o'clock? 
I mean, it's yeah, not, probably it's like not, eight. It's not dark then, but it's starting to to get a bit darker. Um, yeah, and then and then you've only got a few hours to experience it. So I think they need to. I think they need to keep it the time that it is, unfortunately, just because otherwise you wouldn't get everything done. But mm-hmm. yeah, so no, I, I I think I think it's a good time. I think later than that, and you're restricting the time you're going to have at the event, and and no one wants to do that. No, mm-hmm. no, exactly. Um, the last question we got tonight is from uh, our good buddy. All all of you are good people. But just because uh, we've known him for so many years now, Kevin Curtis Adam, um, he says he's looking at doing a couple of nights next October. Which resort would you recommend? And when in a 15-night Walt Disney World holiday would you do it, start, middle, or end? Um, middle. I, if, if, I, if I had to choose one of the middle, like I personally spread it out mm-hmm. throughout so I'll go to Universal for my first few days because I go for more than two weeks and I only get a two week Disney pass I'll go to Universal because I've got an annual pass for a few days and then I'll go to Disney for a couple of days and then Universal again and then Disney for a few days and then Universal again mm. so it's kind of a mixture I, I would say I think it definitely depends on when in October he's going because mm-hmm. I don't think then it matters so much like when in your Disney holiday you go but what it's going to be like so yeah um, I mean you know towards the end of October actually it's, it's I think it starts to quieten down a bit doesn't it it does and so if what was the question about staying on site at the same time yeah so um, all right so so taking a break away from Staying on site at Disney, yeah. having a few days at Universal, then going back to Disney. Right, okay, okay, that makes sense. So, um, if it's going to be October, I'd probably say yeah, the later in October, the better, because the first few weeks in October, one, you have Hell Week mm-hmm. at the beginning of October, so that's when American kids are off school, and everybody wants to be at Horror Nights, and. A lot of the hotels, like we were talking about before we started recording, are at capacity because of Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Whereas towards the end of the event, that starts dying down. But then if you go too far towards the end of October, then you have the UK schools off. And you're going to be in the same situation. So I would probably say like around the third week of October would be the best time to go. And then if you were going to leave your Disney hotel to come to Universal, I'd say definitely midweek. Well, he's doing... Because um, Kevin, we had him on recently because he's bought DVC. So I know mm-hmm. that that'll be his first DVC trip. So, um, yeah, I mean, the hotels will be cheaper midweek. Um, Halloween Horror Nights is, is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Well, in October, it's, it'll be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably find that hotels are cheaper during the midweek anyway. Um, so there's that. Um, personally, in, like forget forget when it's going to be busy in terms of your holiday. Just because I would hate the thought of being in a Disney hotel and then going to iDrive or a Universal Resort hotel, I would probably choose to do it, it like at the beginning or the end of your holiday. 
because that, like, to me, I, I think it's nothing worse than like being in a hotel for like a week, going to another hotel for like three nights, two or three nights, and then going back to the same hotel. That to me just seems like a pain in the ass. So I would probably tag it at the beginning or the end of your holiday, depending on what weeks you're looking to take. That's just for that those reasons um, that I'd say that. Um, as for where to stay, um, and again, if something we're talking about offline, um, yeah, before we start recording, um, you can get some really cheap deals on on iDrive. Of course, you can. Um, but for not much more, like maybe a couple, a hundred pound or so more, you can stay on site at Cabana Bay or Aventura. Um, mm-hmm. They're both walkable. Um, Cabana, like Aventura, is not opened up yet. It's opening up now. Um, but Cabana Bay is about a ten to fifteen minute walk, and me and Craig it, walk yeah. there or get a bus. Boy, boy walking. 10 to 15 minutes a man's walking 20 minutes yeah yeah so <laughs> it does depend on your on your pace me and craig were quite quick at, at walking to the parks um or you could nip over to sapphire falls and get the, the boat but we didn't take mm-hmm. that obviously because that's not mm-hmm. too. um but yeah i mean you can stay at um sapphire falls or what's the other one on that side so you've got Sapphire Falls and Aventura, which are right next door to each other. You've got Cabana Bay on the other side, and then you've got Royal Pacific, yeah, which is right next to Sapphire Falls. And then on the other side, you have Hard Rock, and you have Portofino Bay. But all of those, you get the Express Pass, don't you? In Portofino, Hard Rock, and Royal Pacific, you get Express Passes. I don't, not in Sapphire Falls. Okay. No. Um personally you know unless you're looking at a difference of about 50 quid you know i'd say stay at aventura or cabana bay or sapphire falls um just because like the vip pass is good but to be honest how much you're going to actually need to use it is negligible so Mm. the thing is though a lot of when when i hear of people breaking up their dis their primarily Disney holiday to go to Universal for two days and they're gonna stay on site at Universal. A lot of them will stay in Hard Rock, Portofino or Royal Pacific to get the express passes for those couple of days. Mm. And you if you book it at the right time, you can get a good deal on them. So like I've stayed in Hard Rock and I love Hard Rock. Hard Rock's probably my favourite on-site hotel, but my favourite knowing that I'm not going to pay that much money to stay there for the length of time that I go for. So my favourite that ties in with my budget is Sapphire Falls. So I, mean, and I think October you don't need the express passes. Yeah, that was it. Early park entry was enough for us. Uh, I mean, just just for our example, we went on the Sunday. By midday, we'd done the Potter Rides, Kong, Jurassic Park, uh, I'm trying to think what else, Transformers, Spider-Man, Hulk. We didn't do Fallon that day. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't think we queued more than about 10 minutes to get on an attraction. I mean, Kong, for example, was a complete walk-on. 
we, we we walked all the way through the queue, got on the first vehicle, got off it, walked all the way around again, and got straight back on it. There was no wait time wow. at all. So, um, I mean, that was fairly early in the morning, maybe about nine o'clock or something. But you know, it's just to say that we would not benefit from the VIP pass. So, um, yeah, I, I think if you're going at that kind of time, you'll probably be all right about needing it. If you, you know, if you're looking at not much more, then go for one of those hotels that does but most of the time you're paying a good few hundred quid more just for the, the express pass it's not really worth it mm-hmm. not not that time of year uh, anyway no I'm team Cabana Bay yeah I, I loved Cabana Bay I wish I'd if we'd have been there more time I, I would have loved to have got into that lazy river but oh um, it's beautiful I love mm, it mm, it looked really awesome um, yeah so, so so that's it so hopefully that answers that for you Kevin um, and yeah I mean if there's if anyone's listened to this and inspired by those questions like let us know Twitter Facebook um, you know Amanda did a really good job putting his post up there because it, it gave people the chance to ask us some questions before we recorded but I know we won't always do that but mm-hmm. if there's anything that you thought we've talked about tonight and you wanted to know a bit more then just, just contact one of us and we'll be happy to talk about it on the next show that's it. Like you, you guys don't need to wait until we we post our asking for questions. Like feel free to ask us questions whenever you want to, or if you want us to do a topic in depth, like like Phil asked us to do the annual pass, and we did a whole entire episode about it. Like I, I definitely am more than happy to to answer every question that you've got about Universal, and if I don't know the answer, I'll find it. Yeah. Mhm. 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 So oh my gosh, help. Amanda. Mhm. Guess what percentage my phone is at? Oh, fuck off. Six, <laughs> is it is it is it sixty nine, dude? No. Nope. Oh. No, it is not. I've got a screenshot. Yeah, I'm going to send you a screenshot in a minute because I was going to send you it last night and then I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but anyway, on the note of these, so <laughs> I think that that will be it for this episode. However. First off, I just want to do a little reminder about our Krampus giveaway. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't already entered, you do still have a few days. I said that I was running it for two weeks, and the two weeks will be up in about three or four days. But I'll pick a winner on the next episode that we record. So all that you have to do to be entered to win, and this is open to all over the world. I'll send it anywhere. And wow. I'll include some badges in it too, because I've still got some badges. So, you need to screenshot your podcast app or whatever it is that you listen to your podcast on that shows that you're subscribed. Because we did a whole thing about this in the last episode of it gives you you being subscribed to us lets us have a better understanding of our listeners and what you like and whether you're actually listening to us or not. So... We just want to know that you're subscribed. We don't want you to, to do anything crazy. We don't want you to give us money for anything. We just want you to subscribe to us. That's it. So if you send a screenshot saying that you're subscribed, and then we also want you to answer the question that we covered last week on keep, refurb, or replace. And that was the Hulk, the Mummy, and Forbidden Journey, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah believe that that's what we did so what you'd keep refurb or replace out of the hulk the mummy 
or Forbidden Journey. So just those two things and post out the link to last week's episode. I will repost the link as well. Yeah. And we actually had one on Twitter today, actually, from... I'm really sorry if I mispronounce your name, uh, but Jonna Joy. Joanna Joy. Well, there's no, there's no A there. Well, that's, that's why it is. It's J-O-H-N-N-A. So... And that's why that's exactly why I apologise because I thought it was Joanna, but I thought, but it doesn't like it doesn't look like that's how it's spelled. So, um, Miss Joy, that's easy. <laughs> no one's missing that up. Um, but she she replied to that today uh, and shared that. Um, and the other thing about subscribing, like the reason why it's important to subscribe, is because whilst we do have a schedule that we try and stick to, there are times that we actually put out bonus episodes in between shows um if you don't subscribe you're not gonna see those because mm-hmm. you'll just check every two weeks or whatever and go oh there's a new episode so yeah. by subscribing you get those it costs you nothing uh it makes us happy um and you get the the newest episodes as soon as they come out so why would you not do it um and although it's not part of the conditions of this competition, it will make no difference to your success in it at all. But if anyone feels the urge, please leave us an iTunes review. Um, everyone asks for five-star iTunes reviews. I think that's really cheesy. Give us the score that you want. If you don't like us, give us one and tell us why you're only giving us one. We don't like those as much as the, the three, four, <laughs> five-star reviews, but we'll take them. But no, it's it's nice to just... Um, you know, see what people think, and you know, I, th- I think it gives our stats a little boost, so that's great as well. But um, just really appreciate it if you could take your time just to give us a quick review. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you subscribe, then you don't miss out when we do do giveaways like this because yep. this isn't going to be the last one that we're doing. I've got some more super cool things to do giveaways with, and please, all you have to do is please, be subscribed. Please, not those postcards. No, my nineties ones. Yeah. Hell no. Good. Because I was going to say, because I mean, the thing is, if that's going in, I'm entering. Because I need those <laughs> in my life. never giving those babies away. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Some stuff, stuff. I'll just leave good... them to you in my will. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. I, I will not be. Me. I was going to say, like, the problem is you've just announced that publicly. You know, if I suddenly <laughs> obtain them because something tragically happens all, all of a sudden, I'm going to look very suspicious. <laughs> that's true. But on the next episode, we're going to do another keep, replace, or refurb. And like I said, it's going to be a tough one. And it's going to be a tough one for a different reason. Ooh. Nice, Nick. Mm-hmm. So, anything else that you guys want to talk about before we wrap up? No, I'm good. Uh, stay no. tuned. So... <laughs> Go and watch Luke's video. So Luke's going to be in the parks again super soon. Mm-hmm. And he'll be covering the Mummy Lockers. He'll be covering Cinematic Celebration. So make sure you go in, find them. If you search for Diz After Dark or the After Dark podcast on YouTube, you'll find them. Or if you just follow us on Twitter at Univ After Dark, then we post the links out to every video anyway. I have more videos coming up from my Universal trip. So, Boston White on YouTube, Boston White on Twitter, and you'll be able to find them. And anything else that you guys want to chat to us about, feel free to chat to any of us and ask us any questions that you've got or any topics, like we said before, and we will cover them. Because we love hearing from you. 
Absolutely. Uh, your yep. contributions really add. Um, and also, if you don't already subscribe, our YouTube channel, uh, uh, the Arthur Art Network on, on YouTube, um, I don't think... We, we talked about this Arthur Art, but Luke's last video he did for us when you went on your bike ride, like it was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, was, <laughs> yeah. was inspired and is pretty unlike any other kind of vlog I've ever seen. So um, go and check that out because Luke always does cool stuff for us. So nice. And we love him. And we do. <laughs> well, we do until Look, the next is after that. To... <laughs> then your opinion might change. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so we'll see you guys in the next episode. Love you. Bye. Bye. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? <laughs> well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our spreadsheet page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support. in progress. Someone say something? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Where was Chris there? I was waiting for the third hello. 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 <laughs> it's like Disney Brett. <laughs> it's like the barbershop quartet. Oh, we're not that rubbish. <laughs> no, no. Okay. No, no. Hang on. I'll do my Disney Brett. <laughs> and Disney we are... Brett and we are live. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay.